Don't touch that dial. It's the American Grooves Radio Hour with your host, Joe Laurel. Sanella and his fellow musicians at the Grey Gull Studios, the Grey Gull House Band, and uh, playing that hit song from 1929, Singing in the Rain. If anyone uh, saw that crazy mess of a movie that was still kind of fun uh, that just came out, Babylon, you know that the theme of that film revolved around that transition from silent films to sound films and singing in the rain was a big part of it. There's the original 1929. And we are dedicating our American Grooves radio hour right here at the radio ranch to the elusive gray gull record label. Who else is going to do that? The record label existed from around 1922, went out of business as so much did during the great depression. And, uh, it was the poor man's phonograph record. 
known as a dime store label, meaning it wasn't like Victor and and Columbia and OK and Brunswick Records who shared the lion's share of the record buying public and the market for phonograph records. This was one of those interlopers that got by by being clever and aggressive and cheap. <laughs> the record sold for 47 cents a piece, whereas the regular phonograph record at the time, the A-list record sold for 75. But Greg All said, these records are better than the 75 cent record, way better. That was their advertising logo. And uh, the studio began in Boston. It manufactured the records in Boston. Uh, one uh, fellow by the name of Theodore Shaw was the owner of the company. In 1926, they moved to New York the pressing plant and everything. And it is one of the craziest labels. They recorded some absolutely stunning and wacky sides. Some great black jazz bands like Cliff Jackson and his crazy cats, Clarence Williams, J.C. Johnson. So let's play some music before I keep blabbering on about Grego Records. Here is Cliff Jackson and his crazy cats. <laughs> Gang, 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 gang,
Cliff Jackson and his crazy cats one afternoon in 1930 when they laid down every sigh that they made in that one afternoon for Grey Gull Records and their associated labels. Now, being a inexpensive record label, Grey Gull probably used the absolute worst shellac known to man, worse than even Paramount Records. It seems that it was 10% shellac and 80% sand. And therefore, the records today, even with the best equipment, are kind of grainy and staticky as you hear. But, you know, the, the music still does jump out. And I'm doing the best I can to save your ears from all that extra snap crackle and pop and anyway cliff jackson was a new york based piano player he made records on other labels uh even after world war ii and his great tenor man uh is the only person that you know i could really credit his name was horace langhorn he plays reeds on uh the cliff jackson sides and uh famously an absolutely amazing bizarre almost bebop like solo and that first track uh horse Feathers and also one of my favorite scat vocals of all times. That was Cliff Jackson. Um, Grey Gull had a house band that played on so many of their sides, hundreds and hundreds. And their motto was they would give you one hit, one hit record that they'd have to license, you know, a hit of the day. And then the other side would be something that, you know, their house band made up. And the house band was Mike Mosiello, who was the trumpet player, Andy Sinella, who played not only all the reed instruments, but he also was a great Hawaiian-style guitar player. And that was him on the first track playing the Hawaiian guitar on Singing in the Rain. Now, here's a couple of tracks of the Grey Gull house band, the first one being their version of the famous Paul Whiteman, Harry Barris tune, Mississippi Mud, and we're going to follow it with their take on the 1930 Kansas City Kitty. Charlie Butterfield on trombone, George Hamilton Green slapping away at the xylophone. And that xylophone is really what sets the Grey Gull Band apart from all others. When you hear that xylophone, you know it's the Grey Gull Boys. <laughs> Oh! 
begin to shout. Hey, hey, Uncle Doug, it's a treat to beat your feet on the Mississippi mud. It's a treat to beat your feet on the Mississippi mud. What a dance do they do. Lordy, how I'm telling it to you. And they don't need a band. No, sir, they keep time by clapping their hands. Just as happy as the cows chewing on the cud when the donkeys beat their feet on the Mississippi mud.
Gregal House Band again. And by the way, the banjo player is John Kelly, who played on a lot of New York jazz records and studio records. He was he was kind of part of the New York wrecking crew of the nineteen late nineteen twenties, early thirties. A group of young musicians, including the Dorsey brothers, Jimmy and Tommy, Benny Goodman, Manny Klein, who played on thousands of records, much like the famous California Wrecking Crew, but 30 years earlier. We're going to do a show on them, but today we're talking about Gregal and all of the associated labels, which were really the same masters with different labels like Sunrise and Madison and Radiax and my favorite Van Dyke, which had the logo, every record a masterpiece with a portrait of Van Dyke on it. And, and they also had the beautiful Sunrise label and Supreme. It goes on and on. And these records were sold not in record stores like Victor and Columbia. They were sold on newsstands. They were sold in cigar shops, in drugstores. Who knows? You're going out for some aspirin? Maybe you want to buy a phonograph record. Only 47 cents. Greg Gull tried everything. American ingenuity before the Great Depression wiped them out. And they recorded all kinds of music. And uh, case in point, we're going to experiment with a few things. One of my favorite Hawaiian guitar players and ukulele players, Benny Nawahi. Here's a couple of Benny Nawahi tracks. They came out uh, on the label as the Hawaiian Beachcombers. They never credited who the real musicians were. So here is Nawahi and group playing their Queen of the South Sea Isles. And if I had a talking picture of you. Big hit from 1929. There lives a maid down in the South Sea Islands. Her hair is brown and eyes roll round and she'll greet you with a smile. And when she says Balula, they do the hula, that's the only place for me. How happy I will be, cause I've got a gal named Pila Popo. She's the queen of the South Sea Isles. She's the kind that says you while. She's always wears a smile. I keep an eye on Pila Poo-Poo sometimes she likes to learn Especially when she wears a native skirt And all the boys follow her around Oh, when she stops to wiggle They stop to giggle She'll put you in the trance with the South Sea dance Cause I've got a gal named Pila poo the queen of the South Sea
feel the poo-poo. She's the queen of the South Sea Isles. She's the kindest that you are. She always wears a smile. I keep an eye on feel the poo-poo. Or sometimes she likes to flirt, especially when she wears a native skirt, and all the boys follow her around. Now when she starts to wiggle, it's up to giggle, she puts you in the dress with the South Sea because I got a gal named convinced that uh, after the Grey Gull studio closed down uh, in uh, late 1930, I think that a lot of the musicians that were in the house band went over to the Max Fleischer studio, also in New York. If you listen to the soundtracks on the early Max Fleischer talk tunes Betty Boop cartoons from 
29-30-31. It really sounds so much like the Greg All guys. You know, I don't know if there's a way to figure it out, but anyway, if your ears tell you the truth, then I think I might be right. So, okay, Grey Gull, Hawaiian music and jazz. Let's let's uh, explore a few other genres that Grey Gull recorded. Uh, one uh, being just kind of wacky comedy stuff, topical comedy. And they uh, actually even dabbled into country music. Um, not like Victor and Columbia, which were sending recording units out across the American South to record some real good folks, but they recorded a lot of what they call the city bellies, Bob Miller being one. And I'm going to play a really extraordinary Miller track called the Ohio Prison Tragedy about a horrible fire. It's a topical tune, but it kind of shows you the looseness of the Grey Gull studio. This recording is absolutely over the top. I don't think I've ever heard anything like it. So since I just introduced that, we're going to play the Bob Miller and Charlotte Miller Ohio Prison Tragedy first, and then we'll hear Fields and Hall doing their topical When My Stocks Come Tumbling Down, recorded in November 1929, right after the crash. <laughs> Fire filled the air, madmen ran everywhere in that big Ohio prison tragedy. Ways to safety were all blocked, many cells were barred and locked, and the raging flames brought death and agony. Frantic convicts begged for air, many were cremated there. Oh, the horror of that scene, the molten flea. While the red infernal rage, human beings trapped in cage, how they prayed and cried, God on bended knees. Picture an old lady there, climbing up the smoldering stair, looking for her boy, a victim of the flame. Now her tears are falling fast, and she finds her son at last. All a tremble, she looks on his charred remains. Is this your son's body, lady? Oh, this might be him. He's little and frail like that. Oh, Jimmy, Jimmy. It's Mother, honey. Mother, she always knew you were good. You were good to Mother, weren't you, Bill? Can you identify this body? Oh, sure, sure, I'll take him. I'll take my boy now. The state finished with him. The state finished with all of these bodies. These poor charred burnt bodies. Oh, oh, who's to blame for this awful, awful thing? Bodies, bodies, bodies. Oh, I can't stand it. I can't stand it. Now the state so graciously gives his body back to her after life has flown and he has paid the toll. Prison bars kept them apart, kept him from her lonely heart, but they can't imprison his immortal soul. 
Ginger ale straight. Well, why can't we put our stocks together? How about a highball? But all kidding aside, I know one man who cleaned up in Wall Street. Who was that? The janitor. Graf Zeppelin is up again. Did you hear that running a bus line from Wall Street to the East River? Why don't you take a ride on it like a lot of these other guys? Go on, I haven't got enough left to pay the fare. My laundry man bought Subway Jam and a hundred shares of Chowder Clam. His stock went up on Amsterdam, so he bought himself some shoestrings. His stock came tumbling down, his stock came tumbling down. He jumped right in the deep blue sea. I was scared as I could be. I looked to see if that guy was me. His stock came tumbling down. The Iceman gave me a tip on coal. He told me not to tell a soul. He said that coal was down the hole. I thought that was a hot one. That stock came tumbling down. That stock came tumbling down. There's one thing that I won't forget. That stock was watered. You can bet. Now I know that stock's all wet. My stock come tumbling down. Having a little lighthearted fun at the expense of all the stockbrokers and investors who lost their shirts during the 1929 crash. And before that, the extraordinary, uh, the Ohio prison charity, bodies, bodies, poor charred bodies, I can't stand it anymore. Totally out of control that afternoon at the Grey Gull Studios. 
relatively unknown groups recorded at the Grey Gull Studios, the first being uh, the Mobile Revelers, a black vocal quartet singing their version of the St. Louis Blues. They wandered into Grey Gull one day. Probably some of them sang vocal choruses on some of the other recordings made that day. And then the Nick Nicholas Band. I'm sorry, the Nick Nichols Band. Relatively unknown, although Nichols did a couple of sides uh, on Columbia. But here he is with his pretty much unknown band. I don't think anyone really knows who the who the uh, personnel is in their band. And they're doing a tune they call Breaking a Leg, but it's actually the jazz classic, Jazz Me Blues. Anyway, folks, if you are just tuning in, this is Joe Laro. You're listening to the American Grooves Radio Hour and our broadcast on the elusive Grey Gull label and all the crazy music that they recorded in the mid-late 1920s. And you're listening to us on WLIW-FM Southampton over the air at 88.3 and serving Eastern Long Island and Southern Connecticut. We're 96.9 if you happen to be in Western Suffolk. And we're streaming at WLIW.org backslash radio and on all of your favorite streaming platforms. This is listener-supported WLIW-FM Long Island's only NPR station. Most of the artists that recorded on the Grey Gull labels were not credited. They came up with pseudonyms and different pseudonyms on each of the different releases and all the associated labels. Case in point, this great, great band comes out as the Five Hot Chocolates. It's actually J.C. Johnson, pianist, great New York-based pianist and his jazz band. And here they are doing their Memphis Stomp. Thank you. 
Terrence Williams and his orchestra on one of their two Grey Gull sides, their famous Baby, Won't You Please Come Home, written by Clarence Williams. That's a nice instrumental version of that tune. So we're about out of time. Hope you've enjoyed uh, our program on the Wacky and Crazy Grey Gull label from the 19, late 1920s. And I'm going to leave you with one of the artists that had been around for 20 years earlier before he recorded for Grey Gull, kind of the end of his career. Minstrel man Al Bernard, and he's doing his version of the famous folk song Frankie and Johnny. This version he calls Bill, You've Done Me Wrong. Good night, folks. We'll be back next Sunday at 4 and 10. Tune in. Whenever the wind am blowing, that am a time that I sigh. For that kind of weather reminds me, the night that Bill Bailey died, he was my man. I thought he'd done me wrong. Billy was mighty congenial, a man with a liberal mind. With all of my heart, I forgive him. He was so good and kind, he was my man. Oh, but he done me wrong. Oh, Bill, you done me wrong and sold me in the worst of happenstances. I took some awful chances, Bill, you done me. Bill, you done me wrong, wrong, wrong. I feel so crazy since you dead and gone. The Lord have mercy on you, the Lord have mercy on you. Bless your loving, Bill, you done me wrong. Billy was killed on the railroad Breaking upon the big pole One night he stepped in to make a couple in Called Bumper Billy no more He was my man A buddy done me wrong Send for your rumba-tied hearses Go get your rumba-tied hacks Many the time Bill done left me This time he'll never come back He was my man But he done me gathered around bells were tolling for William when they lowered him in the ground and he was my man a buddy done me wrong hey America the American Grooves Radio Hour is brought to you weekly on WLIW-FM Southampton 88.3 on your radio dial and at WLIW.org and all streaming formats. <laughs>